0: What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness, and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author, and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. For my faithful listeners who are used to ad-free podcast episodes, we now have them for you over on our exclusive membership community on Patreon. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash self-care In addition to the ad-free podcast episodes, you will also find all of the gems that I have created for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. I think I have mentioned it enough either on my social media or here on our podcast, but you probably know how much I love to journal, right? (laughs) I am officially a collector of them, even though I did promise myself this year that I would write in all of the pages and all the ones that I already own. I'm not so confident that I'll keep that promise. But anyways, it's also known that for generations, great leaders and geniuses have kept journals to record their experiences and, you know, to sort through their feelings and thoughts. A journal can have many purposes. It might help you keep track of your fitness goals. You can heal emotionally from journaling or even manage your career. Maybe you have been wanting to start a journal of your own, but something, you know, is holding you back. You might even find it difficult to squeeze yet another task into your busy days, or maybe you just have doubts about your own writing abilities. I am here to tell you that the truth is there's no single formula for journaling success. In this episode, you and I are going to discuss some things you can do to help you develop your own individual style so that you can start to journal and stick with it. First things first, we have got to find the time for you to actually journal. Journaling is a commitment and it can't be viewed as like one of these fly by the stick of your pants type of activities it requires some structure. So you've got to designate a time. Block out some time each day for journaling. This will help you to create a steady habit. I find that the best times for me to journal is first thing in the morning, or I make it the last thing I do before I go to bed. You also want to make journaling really convenient for you. So maybe carry it around in your purse or your book bag. Even though we've blocked out time for you to journal, what's going to happen when inspiration strikes you and events or experiences are really fresh in your mind? Keeping your journal handy will let you jot down your comments right there on the spot. A lot of people think that journaling is the start of your author career, and that's a lie. (laughs) That's a big one. It's completely okay. And I encourage you to, to be brief, right? You don't have to write out these long journal entries. I don't recommend skipping a day, but each journal entry doesn't have to be a long essay. An An entry can actually be a single word or a multiple pages depending on what you want to express. Now, after you've carved out times that you're going to journal, okay, the next thing you want to do is figure out your method of journaling. Obviously, I'm a pen to paper kind of girl. Maybe you are too. I know a lot of you say, you know, my handwriting sucks. Listen, you aren't turning this in. (laughs) This isn't something that's going to be graded. It just needs to be legible to you. You have to be able to read it. And this can also serve as your time to really practice your penmanship. I will say that writing things by hand makes a deeper mental impression than digital communications, although we love them. If you feel like, you know, you need tangible objects like me, buy a fancy blank book, or you can use scraps of paper that's available. I also love the idea, listen to this, I love the idea of getting a fancy box, right? Like one of those boxes that might have your initial on it, okay? And use any scraps of paper available and just jot down ideas and throw that in there. You can just go back and look at what you've written periodically. This also is growth, gives you accountability. There's so much to be said. You can even get you know, creative and do create, um, colored paper to jot down your entry. (music) Do you ever see those whodunit stories and think to yourself, I could solve that case? (laughs) Me too. And now I am solving cases. I recently downloaded the app June's Journey on my phone. It's a game that allows me to solve a whodunit as the detective June Parker. From the first 30 seconds of hearing the backstory of the first case, I knew this was going to be a captivating game. In the game, June talks to different people involved in a case to get information and also explores each room of the crime scene to spot clues. The exciting part is that there is a new chapter each week so you'll never run out of cases to solve. This is my favorite game to play on my phone when I need a break from the chitter chatter of social media. Playing this game relaxes me and I get so laser focused on the case at hand. I already made it to chapter two. I really feel like I can solve a murder. Ready to awaken your inner detective? Download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. feel like it's a few of y'all in the background listening that are like, girl, I'm not about to be fitting to write all these essays, short, long, whatever, in nobody's journal. And I get it. Everyone doesn't love writing as much as I do. But do not let that discourage you from actually journaling. You can actually get an app on your phone. We forget that there are gazillions and gazillions of apps on our phone and there are plenty dedicated to journaling. Another method of journaling to use is journal prompts. If simply getting started is like a stumbling block for you, you can gather prompts that will give you something to write about. Our cousin, Google a, okay? Google a has so much information. We don't use it properly, but Google a, Google, if you're, you know, whatever. Google can help you certainly make your own list. And I have a few on my website as well. Um, so after you've picked a time and a method, then you pick a format. A journal can be organized, you know, however you want to do it, right? You can write full sentences, you know, you can do the bullet point method. You can even pretend that you're writing a letter either to your future self or, you know, your past self or a person. You can channel your inner child from Abbott Elementary, one of my favorite shows. And you can even draw pictures. What if you're more effective expressing yourself through images rather than words? You can make sketches with or without captions. You can also add photos and clippings. Vision journaling is one of the best ways to get creative with your journaling. I typically decorate like every other page or so with texts and images that will give me inspiration or even comfort. I think we talked about this a few episodes ago. We really do not put enough emphasis on things that make us comfortable. But whatever your format is, limit editing. Writer's block will come. I guarantee guarantee it, okay? But you can often overcome it by resisting the urge to censor yourself. Let your thoughts flow freely instead of worrying about, you know, how they sound or how they look on paper. So before I leave you today, here's a few things that I want you to remember about journaling, okay? Number one, slow down. (laughs) <laughs> Developing calming rituals to make your journaling more enjoyable and productive. Endurable, enjoyable. <laughs> Sometimes I edit the bloopers out, but I'm trying to be more vulnerable with you guys. So anyway, um, you want to set aside quiet time and comfortable spaces for your home so that you can, in your home rather, so that you can actually journal. You can brew a cup of tea or coffee, then pull up your favorite playlist. Check out this episode's description. I have one there for you that I've curated for us to listen to. Um, number two, don't forget to jot down the date. Recording the date of your entries has so many advantages. One, it can make you feel really accountable about skipping days, right? Like if I'm in my journal and it says February 1st and then it says June, I'm like, oh girl, I'm off my game. It also makes it easier to find past entries that you might want to refer back to. Like if you're really trying to um, monitor your growth and, and your mental Um, spaces, you can actually go back to a time that you can think of like, well, what, how did I feel in the wintertime? Like what, what was actually happening in the wintertime? And it's a good gauge again, because growth. Number three, protect your privacy. Technology has come a long way since old-fashioned diaries with those flimsy little locks on the covers. I had a, like, a pink one, that, and my dad always broke into it. Anyway, passwords and encryptions provide greater security if you want to keep your thoughts to yourself. So that is also one of the advantages to actually doing it via the app. If you're on um, pen and paper, you can actually buy, again, a box. that has a lock on it, and you can lock up your thoughts in that way. Um, number four, depending on where you are in your journey, you might be brave enough to share with others. Maybe you start a blog or have a few blog entries on medium.com. Also, your journal could be used as a tool for working with your therapist or take it even further back or down the road. It can even be something that you leave to your children, your grandchildren. Like I can't imagine the movies that we see and, the, the, you know, the grandchild is in the attic and they find the diary and they read all of these letters that the grandma has written to the grandpa. I mean, maybe you're not writing to grandpa, but you get what I'm saying. It could be a cool uh, keepsake for your family. And five, my last reminder, do not forget to review and reflect in everything that we do, but especially with journaling. Whatever form your journal takes, looking back on it is really illuminating, right? Revisiting past entries will show you where you're making progress and where you want to grow. I love sorting out my goals and working through difficult experiences by journaling consistently. Writing has proven to me that I can connect in such a spiritually deep way with my feelings. I can gain insight and just build out my accomplishments. So I hope the same for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me and a special thank you to those of you who are here every week faithfully listening and supporting the podcast if you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share please consider joining our community log on to patreon.com self-care that's p-a-t R E O N dot com slash self care I R L. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. And submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do you go a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, teetles.